Hello everyone, this is the Things I Tell My Younger Self podcast. I am your host, Ashley Seeger. This is a place where life stories are shared, the lessons that were learned, and the things we would want our younger selves to know. I've experienced a lot of things in my life, both good and bad, and I'm sharing these experiences to offer support, comfort, and hope to those who may be going through their own challenges. I am excited to be starting this journey with all of you a little about me since I am new here. I am a homeschool mom and I have eight kids. I have been homeschooling for over 14 years. I also have quite a few animals, including a dog, cats, rabbit, and a snake to name a few. I love all things hot weather. Being outside is one of my favorite things. I enjoy hiking, swimming, biking, and gardening most of all. And in the winter, I like to hibernate because I am not a cold weather person. My husband and I have a blended family, as I was married before. After going through a difficult divorce, I met and married my husband, and we have a blended family, which presents its own set of challenges and difficulties. I plan on sharing some of these things and what has worked and what didn't for us in the future. Growing up, I lived mostly with my mom. My parents were divorced when I was a baby, and I don't ever remember them together. I saw my dad mostly every other weekend, and my mom is an addict. Unless you have experienced it living with an addict, it can be hard to understand how terrible and draining it can be. I have never had an addiction myself, so I can only speak to what it was like being a child of one. When I was about nine years old, the D.A.R.E. program came to my school. They put on a great presentation, and I'm pretty sure I got a shirt out of the deal too. As I was listening to all the information that they were sharing, I became increasingly worried for my mom almost to the point of tears. I thought for sure she was going to die. Based on the amount of alcohol I had seen her consume, and from what the dare people were teaching us, the long-term effects of prolonged use too, and I just knew that I had to convince my mom to stop drinking, to essentially save her life. After the presentation, I gathered all the information, the handout, the pamphlets, anything that they had available. I took all of my newfound knowledge and information home. I shared all of it with my mom, doing my best to emulate the presenters at my school. And I thought I did a stellar job relaying all of it to her. That night, she didn't go to the bar. She didn't go out and buy any alcohol either. And I thought I had done it. I was so excited thinking that I had finally gotten through to her. I was so sure that all the facts had shaken her to her very core as they had me when I was listening to them. I went to bed that night, hopeful for the future. I thought about all the fun things we were going to be able to do because we wouldn't be sitting at bars. I was almost giddy planning out the things that we would have time and money for now. Things like going to the park, going shopping at the mall, walking along the river, because we lived next to the river, 
And I was excited thinking I could participate in extracurricular activities, which I didn't really have the money to be able to do. I was most excited thinking that my friends would finally feel comfortable at my house. They wouldn't have to call their parents crying because they were scared of my mom's drunken behavior. The next day at school was the happiest I ever remember being. Then I went home after school and I could smell it. The booze hung heavy in the air. That lingering stench after people have been drinking If you've ever been to the casinos in Las Vegas, you know what I'm talking about. My mom then said that we were going to her favorite bar and my heart absolutely broke. I had so many thoughts going through my head at that moment, such as wasn't I convincing enough? Didn't I share enough information? I wondered why I wasn't more important to my mom. Why was she choosing alcohol over me? Did she not value herself or her own life? Did she not value me? Would she ever stop this behavior? And what would be the long-term effects on her health and her body? I felt like my mom's choices said so much about me. And with my kid brain, I couldn't see how her choices weren't about me. But looking back now, and after working some things out in counseling, I now know her choices actually weren't about me. She has an addiction and her choices were about her. And as hard as it can be to accept, sometimes others' choices aren't about us at all. And if you know or love an addict, it can be so hard to see them hurt themselves. It can also be a challenge to separate the thoughts and feelings we have about ourselves from what they are choosing to do. If I could talk to my younger self, I would let her know how awesome she is for caring so much about her mom. How even though her mom at times neglected or mistreated her, she just wanted to help her overcome her addiction. I would tell her the choices of others speak about things that we sometimes aren't aware of. I would reassure her of how important she is. I would let her know that sometimes life isn't fair easy or how we plan. I would also let her know that better days are ahead and that things can knock us off course and these challenges we face can be overwhelming and sometimes seemingly insurmountable. Looking at these difficulties head on and saying this stops with me can ensure the hurt that we go through isn't passed on to others. We can be the transitional people that stops difficult things from being handed down to others. As in the situation with my mom, she was avoiding dealing with hurt and trauma that she had endured. She chose to numb the pain with substances instead of facing the things that hurt her. Our brains can actually get stuck in the trauma that we experience. And if we look deep within ourselves and find those things that we may be holding on to and work through them, either with professional help or on your own, depending on the level of trauma you've endured, then the closer we can be to finding peace and healing within ourselves. It is not something that is easy or pleasant, but it can help us heal and become a better version of ourselves. We owe it to ourselves to work through and get past the things in life that feel as though they may destroy us because so much better is ahead for each one of us. I would tell my younger self to keep caring about others. 
to stay sensitive to the hurting that others may be feeling and help when you can, but not at the expense of your own well-being. I'd also say to go see a counselor sooner so the hurt that you have endured can be processed sooner and your healing can begin sooner too. Thanks for joining me for this episode on Things I Tell My Younger Self. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe or leave a review wherever you get your podcasts.